Hey, I'm Tamara Kopacz and you're listening to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm Fabio Mollet, your host. Every week I speak to players, coaches, trainers and people working at the highest level of tennis. Today I chat with Tamara Kopach. Tamara recently played her first ever Wimbledon main draw and she tells us about her experience playing there, playing Heather Watson in the first round and also about her doubles partner, Harmony Tan, pulling out an hour before she was due to play her first round doubles matches and how disappointed she was. We also touch on a few of her matches throughout Tamara's career. Before we get started, a shout out to our podcast sponsor, Slinger, who make the awesome portable ball machine, the Slinger Bag. Check out slingerbag.com to find out all about it or feel free to message me directly as I'm an avid user. Okay, let's kick things off with Tamara. Hi, Tamara. Welcome to Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? Good. I'm very good. Great to have you on. I first came across you during Wimbledon this year. I saw, maybe it was an Instagram post or a tweet, I can't remember which one went out, and you were upset, let's be honest. It was a tough situation where, if our listeners don't know, I'm sure many of them could remember this, but where Harmony Tan had just played Serena, wasn't it? And anyway, you were meant to play doubles with her the next day, and she pulled out the last minute, last hour, sorry, and you were extremely upset, so... I know this happens quite a bit, but how did you feel as a tennis player that morning when you got the message? Were you just devastated? It was your Grand Slam debut in doubles and you just played singles. Yeah, uh, honestly, I felt um, very, very sad at, at, at the moment um, when I was reading her message. I almost cried also because it was very special for me to play the first time doubles in a Grand Slam. I had one more chance, like 2017 or something like this, uh, and we want to switch partners. I wanted to play with Garcia Perez, and yeah, we could get in, but she uh, didn't cancel my name, so I had two partners, and I had so much bad luck with this. And yeah, this time I wanted to play my first time doubles, and then when I was reading her messages, was very, very disappointed. It went quite viral on Instagram, didn't it? I know I probably didn't help the situation a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Honestly, I was posting this and I, I didn't want to make it like this public. I was like, uh, three minutes later, I was going to the shuttle and I, I was hearing this in the radio. So <laughs> I got a shock. Oh my God, why <laughs> already now? Yeah. And then I was remembering, oh, she has beaten uh, Serena. That's why. Huh. Did you have a chat with her? Did you just flesh it out? Or how did you come to an agreement or like just a mutual agreement? Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't talk a lot. She she didn't talk to me. And I, I went to her because I saw she went uh, just uh, away to the locker room. And then I went to her and talked to her. And then she, she wasn't sure yet. And then like one hour before she told me she cannot play because she's tired or anything like this. Yeah, I didn't know anything about her injury. And uh, later on, after she saw my post in the evening, she told me that she fell two times in her match and she got injured. And then I, I said, did you uh, call a physio 
And she said, no, I'm never calling a physio. And they said, you should do this. Otherwise, you get a worse injury. And they played with an injury against Serena and won. So <laughs> that's we talked about. And she, she was asking me to delete the post because she's getting bad messages. Yeah. And then I thought, like, okay, I don't want this because I, I didn't plan that anyone is uh, mad or on her or something like this. And then... Yeah, I said, yeah, okay, I'm, I I delete the post, but it, it would be uh, nice that you post something from your side. You know, they only listen to my opinion and what happens. And yeah. I see both sides. I see your excitement to play. Somebody pulls out the last air, which is really disappointing no matter when it happened. Two, she probably wanted to preserve her body for give her a chance in singles. And she, she did quite well. She went on a good run. So yeah. uh, she did well. But did a bit of you think, I'm not sure if you knew she beat Serena on the, on the Monday night or the Tuesday night. I can't remember which night it was. Did a bit of you think this could happen or had you not even thought of that? Oh, no. Honestly, before her match, I thought like maybe uh, she will win. Uh, honestly, I thought this. But uh, yeah, because I know how she plays. I played against her so many times and she's playing like slice and it's not easy against her. And late night, I was still awake and I saw that she won against Serena and I was uh, telling her congratulations. Amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. When she arrived late in the hotel, she said, I'm tired and we will cancel the warm up and because she wants to sleep longer and everything like this. I said, OK, it's, I, I understand because. She had a long match and yeah, so yeah. late and uh, yeah. So you felt she was still going to play? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because she was so motivated. She was so motivated and yeah. uh, she also asked me to book a practice court for us. So that's why. And yeah, I did all this. But but she said in the morning when, when she woke up, the mom said she was walking like so strange or because she, she was broken or... Well, look, things happen. Yeah. You know, hopefully there's a lesson in there for you. But yeah. So you played Wimbledon. You had a great match against Heather Watson, who went on a good run as well. Was this your first main entry? How many main entry slams have you played? I've played uh, Roland Garros before, main draw, and uh, US Open also. Wimbledon, I've never been in the, on the main side, only qualifying before. So it was your first main draw, Wimbledon. And I, I looking back, you've been playing on the circuit a long time. Yeah. And it, it takes many years before you get to main draw of Grand Slams. It's like that for so many players. Obviously, there's some can get through the rankings quickly and get up. But for most, it's a struggle. It's a grind. So it must have felt unbelievable for you to play your first Wimbledon. What was it like, like being on site for the main draw? First of all, I felt so special to be there. Because uh, when I arrived, they, they welcome you like uh, you're a so good professional player, like uh, you're something special. And yeah, I got some welcome gifts and they showed me the the whole club. It's so big and so beautiful. Everything is like perfect there and so beautiful and clean. And yeah, if you're just arriving, then you feel already like special. You're one of the top players. It's like this feeling, really. I felt like this. I was so happy to be there uh, my first time. And uh, on the main side, I was always dreaming. When I was younger, I said, like, when I was starting with five, I was saying I wanted to be the number one in the world. Um, and my biggest dream was uh, to be in television soon. And yeah, okay, that already came true. When the schedule came out and the, the draw, I was seeing, oh, against a Britain player, Heather Watson, <laughs> everyone will be against me. 
And uh, then, okay, but I was happy. Yeah, maybe I will get a bigger court. And then I was uh, getting the court three. It's a, it's, it's a big court with uh, many people, but outside. And then they had to move our court uh, from court three, uh, three to one. So it's the big center court, court one, because it was raining and it was dark later. And then they were closing the roof. I was so excited. And when I, when I uh, walked on the court, it was so amazing uh, atmosphere, so loud. And I, I was hearing everything. I was hearing my, uh, my hit and just uh, every single cuff from, from a, a, a human there. It was a very nice feeling. Honestly, I, I'm normally I'm very excited always when I play Grand Slam uh, main draw on, on a big court, also in Germany, Stuttgart. I'm very excited, but there I was so cool. I don't know why, but <laughs> I was staying so cool. Like I was just enjoying this. And when I was uh, standing on the court, I had to look up and look around just to enjoy. And I mean, I was concentrating on the match, but one time I had to look how it looks, you know? And it was, you were, it was a tight match, three sets, tight three sets. You were close to put winning this, winning mm-hmm. it in two, weren't you? Yeah, I had the chance to win in two. She had six, five in the second set, I remember. And I had two break points to make six all. And there was one ball. She came to the net and I was hitting the frame and it was a, a very low blob. Yeah, that was my chance. And then she won the second set. I wanted to go to toilet to, I mean, get ready for the third. But then someone came on the court and said, we have to finish because it's not allowed to play one ball after 11 p.m. I didn't know the rule first, but also I said, it's already 11 p.m. Because we said, I think we (laughs) played like uh, two hours or more for the two sets. And I didn't think we played so long because I was just enjoying. It didn't feel so long. What court was that on? That was on court one. Yeah, um, next day we, we played uh, on the same court, but the roof was open. The sun was shining okay. and it was windy. It was very, very different feeling than before. And before I was warming up with the player and I said to my dad, like, oh, it's windy. And then, ah, but I don't have the problem because we are playing in the, uh, in the center court. But then it, I, I was going on the court and it was so windy there inside anyway. Because the roof was open. Didn't expect it. So it's quite windy out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, the Brits love a bit of wind. Yeah. I don't like wind <laughs> while playing. No, look, n- not many people do, let's yeah. be honest. Uh, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by ASICS Tennis. ASICS is a Japanese company founded in 1949 with the purpose of giving more people the opportunity to experience how sport and movement can have a positive impact on mental well-being. That purpose is also in their name. ASICS is an acronym which means Anime Sano Incorporate Sano, a Latin phrase meaning sound mind, sound body. Today, the brand is still dedicated to that founding belief of demonstrating the positive effects sport and movement can have on our mental well-being all over the world they just launched their most innovative tennis range ever which includes the new court ff3 novak the shoe designed from the ground up with the help of novak Djokovic. get your pair now at asics.com and so okay so that was good so your ranking is it about 130 at the minute yeah 135 yeah because i lost uh, many points from my semi-final last year from poland gudunia I had to withdraw from a few tournaments now because I had COVID like two and a half weeks ago. 
and I'm still not feeling well. I- COVID, that was the other thing at Wimbledon where there was pics of you going around with Nadal and with Isner, was it? And then the next day you're, you've COVID. So yeah. it must have just been a nightmare for you. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I had COVID when I arrived at home. It was like a souvenir. <laughs> but no, um, I don't uh, I don't know uh, who gave me this. But uh, I mean, when I go to warm up, there are many players and yeah. You know, many some other players also had it there. I will. I was over there, and no, I didn't see one mask in all the way no, for the no, four no, or five no. days I was there. Not one mask. So, yeah, yeah. and it was the same at Roland Garros. It's just, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure after, I'm sure the main players keep the smaller groups as well, just for the off chance. But so COVID, so you're you're still haven't you're still not a hundred percent. No, I mean, let's I. I'm not sure yet if I can play my next tournament in San Jose. It's starting on 30th uh, of July. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just not fit yet. And uh, I, I was starting a bit too early, maybe after I, I was negative again. Uh, I was like negative on Thursday and start playing the tournament on Monday or Tuesday, you know. So uh, in Lausanne, uh, didn't go well. I, I lost against Begu. In two sets but it was very very hard and it, after long balls I also felt like dizzy and couldn't breathe so good oh. yeah and then I lost we drove home and uh, I thought yeah maybe two days off is enough and then uh, start practicing again I practiced just a little bit uh, before Hamburg and yeah then I had to face Petkovic again a strong player and yeah it was the same I have problems with my lungs I, I, I got sick like end of 2019, had a flu or corona and had only 50% lung function. And since then, wow. I, I, I'm taking medication every day and always problems when I'm getting sick. And now I just had corona and that's why I'm taking so long to get healthy. And Rest up. That's I, I'm no doctor here. But, yeah, uh, yeah, just, but yeah. I know I know you're an athlete and even yeah. amateur athletes want to rush back as quick as possible. And yeah. But normally, I, I rather like to play sick than play nothing, really. Yeah, but, true. Yeah, true. but we now all... I have to. Otherwise, I will make it worse and I will never win anything. So you got to lock you up. Tell your coach to lock you up. What sort of team do you have? My coach is my dad okay. from the beginning when I started with five. Yeah, and there's also my mom. She's always supporting me and also stringing my rackets. I can also nice. string my rackets, but i not so good like her not so quick and and I don't have time for that so she's doing that yeah and I'm also driving with them to tournaments we drive inside Europe but uh, fly in the US mostly did you drive to Wimbledon yeah yeah with a ferry but it's it's uh, so much more fun than flying okay because I see so many places and uh, it's just uh, more relaxed, I say. Nice. And so t- t- looking back at your results, you've beaten, you've had some good wins. You beat Sakari, you've beaten Bedoza. T- tell me, I know I think Sakari was a few years ago, four or four years ago, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Bedoza, when, do, what do you remember from those matches? I, I exactly remember almost everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I against Sakari was in Gstaad, it was in Switzerland, on clay, and the center court. She's playing so, so much spin and so aggressive. Um, I mean, the spin is aggressive and uh, this is my tennis, what I like. 
I like if someone plays uh, spin because it's my tennis and yeah, it was a long match. It was in three sets. I think I lost the first one and the second I won. I don't know if I won seven, five or six, three, but the last one I won six, zero. And I remember when I was leading five, zero, she was crashing her record. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and the set break, she was, her coach was coaching her in the set break and she got one warning and the second warning for the, for the crashing record, uh, after five, zero, I was starting, she was serving and she had last 15 then because of two warnings, you know, and I was yeah. starting from the left side. Then when I was leading, then I won the game. This is what I remember, but I, I love to remember this. That is good memory. And when did you play Badoza? Uh, it was French open qualies. I think it was uh, first or second round. It was a very long match. I know it was in three sets and it was seven, six in the third. So it was really long. It was very hot and it was a big fight, really. It was a very nice match. But she's also playing like spin and I mean there she played like spin and I, I also like this. But uh, yeah. They hit a bit flatter now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But me too. It's I also changed it now. Nice. It's an age. I think it's an age thing. You know, you have to hit a flatter to get more out of it. I know many of the professionals, especially the Europeans, play for a German league team. Are you still playing for a German league team? Ah, yeah, I'm playing for my club, uh, Hamburg, in the first Bundesliga now. This year we were second, but we move up now. So, uh, yeah, now we are playing in whole Germany. And is that your home club? Yeah, it's just where the tournament was, where the Hamburg, Hamburg European Open. Nice. I, I say it's great to be able to play for your own club that's yeah. in the Premier Division, the first division of the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And tell me, when you're not on the tennis court and you're not driving across Europe, what are your hobbies? I started a new hobby like one uh, a half year ago. Uh, I'm playing guitar. I don't have a lot of time for that, but now in my Corona time, it's, uh, I'm not playing so much tournaments and don't practice a lot. So I have a lot of time to uh, learn more. I also have an own song. So <laughs> this is my uh, new hobby. You have hobby. your own song? Yeah. But I, I don't sing it or I don't play it. Just don't ask. <laughs> I thought you might have sang it first here today. No, no. So finally, Tamara, what advice do you have for other players out there, young juniors who want to be professionals? Is there anything you think that's important that they need to know. Never give up. Never give up. Just this is the one thing which is the most important because uh, when I was younger, uh, I was studying and playing qualifying everywhere. Didn't get anything, any help or anything. We did everything by our own and were work, working hard uh, every day and practicing a lot. And we, I, I took two years to get my first ranking, WTA ranking. And yeah, before I, I lost so many matches, won the qualies, but lost the first round main draw. And the other coaches said like, oh, you're still not winning anything. Like, and my dad and me, we were never giving up and said like, okay, we keep working. We were practicing like all day long until the darkness. And it's really true. And um, if you keep working and never give up, you can do it. Nice. Thank you very much. Well, look, best of luck in the next, the rest of this year, the future years ahead. And I hope you can rest up and, you know, get back healthy and get the fitness back and get back competing. And thanks for jumping on. Thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Tamara. 
and I'll be back next week. And until then, goodbye.